The Biden administration continues to botch Afghanistan. The FDA finally approves the COVID vaccine. And Joe Biden says now it is time for your employers to mandate it. We've got a lot coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, back from the dead. Finally, I'm almost back in studio, but I could not miss another day talking to all of you lovely people. Now, we do have two wonderful ladies in studio. I'm pretty hot, I might add. We've got Sydney Watson. Of course, uh, you guys know that she is joining The Blaze very soon. New show coming out called You Are Here that she is co-hosting with Elijah Schaefer. I know all of you will be tuning in. We've also got on her maiden voyage on the show, we have Lisa Reynolds, who is a political commentator. Um, I do think she and Sydney go way back. So Lisa, we're happy to, uh, to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Um, so let's get into all of the latest on what's going on in Afghanistan. So the Pentagon, actually, Defense Secretary uh, Lloyd Austin activated the Civil Reserve Air Fleet yesterday. This was giving the Department of Defense access to the commercial air fleet to help with evacuation efforts in Afghanistan. Now, this is, of course, not just uh, Afghan nationals, but also an unknown number of American citizens who wait to be evacuated from Afghanistan. And remember, we say unknown because uh, we keep asking people in the Biden administration, hey, how many Americans do we have there? And the answers we keep getting are, we actually have absolutely no idea. Uh, so this activation is for 18 aircraft. There are some from American Airlines, uh, some from Delta Airlines, Omni Air, United, uh, just several from all different airlines. And these particular airplanes will not actually be going all the way uh, to Kabul, but they will be helping move passengers um, once they are in a staging base. Uh, they will be moving them somewhere else that they can continue to be safe. Um, I, now, I want to I wanna get y'all's thoughts on this because I personally, I had no idea that we could actually um, do that with commercial aircrafts. And that's great if we have that kind of a deal with them. But I'm thinking, how many taxpayer dollars went into Afghanistan? How much blood, sweat and tears went into Afghanistan? And after all of this and all that you've botched, you have to borrow other people's airplanes in order to like somehow salvage any of this. Does that not strike you guys as crazy? I mean, I, I think what's even more bizarre is how badly this has played out. I mean, if you think about it, if we're at the point where we are having to use commercial airlines and planes, and I, like, I'd, I want to know how long it's going to be before they actually want to start using private planes, to be completely but honest. They've with you. already been doing that. So there's been, and that's why this comes now, is because we've had a host of private people start mm -hmm. raising funds. And I was working with Long Ground. We had over 400 names on a list 
then they offered up 20 private planes mm -hmm. and NGOs finally got cleared to leave out of um, the Kabul, like I think it was yesterday or the day before. Mm -hmm. But the, the only reason the administration is doing this is because so many private citizens were raising their own funds and, and getting their own teams out, getting their own people out. Is that to get U U.S. citizens out or is that to get Afghanis out? Both allies and allies, ministers um, and and. U.S. citizens too, but they weren't relocating them all to the U.S. yet. It was to like Qatar and Albania and places like that. I mean, it's odd when you think about it. Again, I come back to the fact that this has been so poorly executed, uh, and it's almost as if the Biden administration did everything in reverse. And I know that um, when you when you basically read about what Trump Trump's process of getting everybody out was, he basically wanted to start with let's remove citizens first, and then let's get you know the the military um, components, so these you know um, vehicles and the guns and what have you and then we take them out whereas it's it's almost like biden just basically threw his hands up and said oh screw it I it's all because they wanted it done before the 9 11 um anniversary and if yeah. they had just waited until the winter season mm -hmm. the taliban doesn't really fight in the winter season because is it too cold it is <laughs> is that what it it's is it's too cold it's, <laughs> it's, too, it's cold. too hard and so their, their main fighting seasons are spring and summer mm -hmm. and if they had just waited but he really wanted to get that 9 11 people out before the 9 11 anniversary it was more important you mm -hmm. know, to what he thought the Americans wanted. But the Americans don't want this. They don't want their... No, no one wants this. Yeah. The Afghanis don't want this. And I think that's, I mean, I think that's a big thing too, is that we're basically, again, sacrificing U.S. citizens for the incompetence of the Biden administration. And it's our, incredibly and frustrating. How many, people, how many people have we done this to already? We, we've hurt the Kurds. Now we're hurting our Afghan allies. Who's going to trust Americans to, you know, to have our back? No, we don't have yours. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's, it's really sad. Yeah, yeah. it is. Definitely. That's 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 a really great point. Um, and I think that that is kind of, has kind of been what's been resonating uh, across the world is apparently being allies with someone is a joke to the United States. And I mean, you lose a lot of credibility nationwide um, when that happens. Speaking of losing credibility, though, we also had, uh, you know, Joe Biden, who, as we just said, continues to just botch this every which way. He goes on television, he acts like he has no idea what's going on, or he says something. And then in fact, uh, later on, we find out the exact opposite. And so um, uh, a, uh, what was his name, Chris? What's the guy's name from Fox News? Chris Wallace, thank you. Fox News, Chris Wallace. Do you mean, uh, do you mean the same Chris Wallace who, uh, who uh, what did he do? He moderated the, the debate. Debates, and poorly. I wanted to cry the whole yes. time. I thought, this human being is a butthead, and I hope to never see his face ever again. No, thank you. I'm He's, good. Hasn't he gotten so bad? He's, He's so awful. terrible. Oh, my God, Sarah. The little lisp doesn't help me. No, the lisp is, it's, look, I don't want to bully people with speech impediments, no, but if you're going to be short and go on television and poorly moderate, <laughs> a debate, I will bully you. It's true. <laughs> that is my primary objective at this point. This is bad, though. <laughs> so, so Fox News' is Chris Wallace, uh, he was talking to Secretary of State Antony Blinken, and uh, he was basically asking uh, Blinken, hey, does Joe Biden even know what's going on? Because, you know, we see him give all of these answers that don't turn out to be true. Mm -hmm. He seems like he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, what's going on, and uh, Blinken gave quite a strange answer. Watch. Does the secretary, does the president not know what's going on? This is an incredibly emotional time uh, for, for many of us, uh, and including allies and partners who've been shoulder to shoulder with us in Afghanistan for 20 years. 
uh, at high cost to themselves as well as to us. They stood with us after 9-11, invoked Article 5 of NATO for the first time, an attack on one is an attack on all, and we've been there together. But I've got to tell you this, Chris, from the get-go, uh, I've spent more time with our NATO partners in Brussels virtually uh, from before the president made his decision to when he made his decision to every time since. We've been working very, very closely together. We've gotten the G7 together, NATO together, the UN Security Council together. We had 113 countries, thanks to our diplomacy, uh, put out a, a clear understanding uh, of the Taliban's requirements to let people sir, leave sir, the country. Respectfully. Like, what a dope. I mean, I I wasn't asking if this was an emotional time, and yet this is the answer that was given by the Secretary of State at a time like this. Uh, Help me make sense of it, ladies. Well, what's he going to say? Sorry that the president of the United States is suffering from a neurodegenerative condition, and I'm not really sure if he knows where he is 90% of the time. Like, what's he going to say? How's he going to answer that? I bet you they don't even brief him. I bet you they just make all the decisions and they just load him up with, like I said, Adderall or something, (laughs) uh, injections of some sort, and then stick him out in front of a teleprompter. And then just had a bit of cocaine, and then I thought, Sarah, can I talk about cocaine on your show? I don't know. Am I allowed? (laughs) Is that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know either. We'll find out. That's why Blaze is like, um, Sydney, can you just not be an idiot? And I come on and talk about drugs. Anyway, but, no, you're right. I wonder, I honestly wonder if they do like give him something to make him perform better before he goes into these, you know, press conferences and what have you. I think that they just make decisions and then they tell him what the decision was and he just nods and, and says, parrots. okay, that's fine. Yes. And, and, and it goes from there. I, I can't see him actually in there comprehending like all this military and, 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 complex information and no. then making a sound rational decision i just don't see it happening well what's what's interesting about and, and i'm sure that both of you saw this and i'm sure that your listeners there also saw this too where when he was being asked about um the, the taliban basically taking over afghanistan and all that and his answer to you know basically hey people are falling out of planes and he goes well that was four or five days ago i mean like this this is the answer of someone who was obviously not cognitively sound like let's let's be real about it fun fun fact though i mean um lisa and i actually lived together when we lived in dc lisa still lives in DC. And our um, our landlord actually is quite high up in the, the Biden campaign. So um, we got to see what kind of people work for him. And that was a very interesting experience. So it's really not surprising to me that they would be feeding him information, I would, given what we know. <laughs> I would still, I still want to text them every once in a while and be like, you still think this was a good idea? Mm-hmm. Are you exactly. sure? do, you, do you stand by your decisions? Where do we stand on this? I definitely used to come at them for that. Like, there's no way he's like in cognitive decline. He should be in a home, not the White House. Yeah, it's, it's elder abuse well, at this point. It, it, And it's not just him, though. I mean, even you saw Blinken, um, I mean, numerous members of his cabinet. Mm -hmm. It seems like none of them can really rise to the occasion. I mean, we're seeing this all the time. Uh, And then let's not even get started on the vice president. Um, So it's just like, how did someone who obviously is in such mental decline pick all of these people to be around him that also suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. You know? but, but again, but again, like, what what are they supposed to say? Like, what are they supposed to say to cover their bases and to cover their butts when it's very clear that the president of the United States is not doing okay and is suffering probably from dementia? Truly, like, when someone asks you, is this person cognizant of what they're doing and saying, what are you going to answer? No. And then what? And then we dr- and then we'll drag him through the mud because that's the truth. We we're, basically they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. I'm, I don't feel sorry for them in any capacity because I think that they've gotten themselves to this point by you know obviously we can't talk about the quote unquote not stolen election, but you know we do have someone in office who I'm not tremendously sure if they got their um, 
based on the votes of the American citizens. I'm not, I'm not certain of that. So, I mean, I, I don't feel sorry for them being trapped in a corner trying to defend somebody who's obviously in cognitive decline. But even if you invoke the 25th and you mm-hmm. remove him, you're stuck with, even they're stuck with um, Kamala, who has, her, her poll numbers are deteriorating rapidly. They're even worse than when they stuck her up. I don't know why they chose her. I mean, well, I, I know why they chose her, mm-hmm. but you couldn't find anybody else to fill that diversity quota. Well, exactly. I'm, she's, everybody think, hates her in our own party. Lisa, do you think that that's why maybe we haven't seen such a push for Joe Biden to um, be removed is because everyone knows that uh, the uh, the next person is Kamala and that's and way no worse. one likes her. Yeah, but they yeah. I, you, you would think that they would have thought about that before they picked her. Right. Like they they clear, he was clearly deteriorating. They, they did that whole um, 25th. Uh, thing with the House before um, before he was you know sworn in, they were kind of like saying it was about Trump, but it wasn't. We knew that. But if you knew she was that wildly unpopular, I mean, she couldn't even get she couldn't even pass primary out of her own state, right? So everybody you know hates her. Why would you put her up? I, the whole thing doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, honestly. But I think that with her numbers plummeting as they are. And, and they don't want to admit that he's not cognitively there. People people wanted Biden because they thought he was like the nice old grandfather guy. But he but people are waking up and seeing that well, he's people in didn't, a, a slow spiral. I mean, a fast spiral. Yeah, downward. but people didn't vote for Biden. They voted against, against Trump. Trump. And that's and that's mm-hmm. what's so important. And even that to, is even questionable. Well, exactly. But I mean, I mean, we have to remember this in the sense that people didn't vote for Biden. And they're certainly they certainly would not have voted for Kamala. And the fact that she is now next in line to run this to run this country. And I and I do this because I think in a lot of ways we have a power vacuum. We have a Game of Thrones power vacuum in the White House. In fact, I think I've said this on this show before with um, with Sarah. We have this bizarre power vacuum and what you're going to fill it with Kamala that's who you've chosen it's bizarre it is bizarre even more strange she's strangely absent from everything right before Mm. she would stand behind him and like lurk you know like you know standing in the wings waiting looking Mm -hmm. like when am i taking over but then with the border stuff she was absent until she Mm -hmm. went to the wrong border spot which already has what 1300 miles of border fence and so what that's why el paso isn't seeing what it's all before and now she's where she has anybody seen kamala in this afghanistan debacle didn't she say and and one of you ladies i I don't don't know if you heard this but i believe that she said at some point um and i believe staffers of hers said this so obviously i can't qualify and i don't know if you guys heard about this but she said something to the effect of like i don't want any of this crap pinned on me i believe was something that she said and then staffers leaked that information I mean, and I wouldn't be surprised if she did feel that way. I'm happy that there's somebody actually leaking something out of the White House because they seem to do it every five minutes when Trump was in office. <laughs> exactly. And now, like, you know, where are all those these leakers that care so much about what's going on? Clearly, <laughs> exactly. that that actually gives yeah, me a little no hope, Sydney. <laughs> um, all right, before before we get off the topic of Afghanistan, want to see what your ladies, what you ladies' thoughts are on this? Uh, the Taliban appeared to be mocking the United States in a new propaganda photo. This, of Mm. course, is uh, meant to mock Iwo Jima, the World War II image of the Marines raising the American flag. As you guys can see, uh, it is now the Taliban who, and gee, I wonder where they got all of this uh, military gear. I have no idea. It's a mystery, Um, Sarah. we yeah, don't know. I know. It's, it's infuriating. We is have no it is. idea how they ended up with all of this really expensive gear. Um, and then there's the uh, the Taliban flag that they are lifting. Um, many experts in the United States are really, really outraged about this. I think rightfully so. 
what are your thoughts? I mean, I was, well, to be fair with you, initially when I saw it, I thought, is this even a real image? Do they really have the goal? Really, Sydney, you're asking if they have the goal. That's even stupid. I don't know why I just said that. But I mean, like, yeah, of course they do. I, well, I think some people did think that it was Photoshop. Well, I, I mean, initially, so when I first saw that, but as, yeah. I'm, yeah. as I'm articulating it, do they have the goal? Well, yeah, I mean, they kind of do. Like, let's be real. These people do not give a damn about. Yeah, they're well, just beheading people in the street. Well, so. exactly. But that's because they have a weak administration and they're taking advantage of it. You know that if like mm-hmm. Trump was like a wild card, he would just go nuke them. If they, they would never, even if he had a withdrawal plan. If Trump was president, they would never even risk doing stuff like that because he'd be so offended. He'd mm-hmm. go in and, and drink, but our administration won't do anything. No. I mean, well, why would they? I mean, this is what they want. They, well, exactly. Yeah. They'll probably get some back end deals out of China for doing it. So. Yeah. Endless wars. That's that's the way you make money. I think what's so sad about this image, particularly, and uh, I, I, I know this from sharing it on my social media and getting the feedback from many of my followers, many of whom are ex-military and many of whom are still serving in the military. And they were beside themselves because they thought this is such a kick in the face and such a spit in the face too to see terrorists in American gear putting up a flag for a I don't even know, a regime, I guess you can call it in some capacity, that hates women, that hates uh, its own citizens, that is going to terrorize the absolute hell out of the country. How offensive is that to have somebody basically mock a picture, something so poignant that is so important to the United States? People are just horrified. I don't blame them, honestly. I really don't. It's it's yeah. revolting. Yeah, I agree. It, it really, yeah. it stirred up some awful feelings for me, too, just the image of it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're mocking yeah. us, and it's... In your own gear, nevertheless, nonetheless. Awful. Um, All right. So we've got more to come, including the FDA approving the new COVID vaccines. I have a feeling the ladies at the table will have a little bit to say on that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Candid. So if you are like me, maybe you or your parents spent a lot of money on straightening your teeth when you were younger and then you stopped wearing your retainer and your teeth shifted and then all of that money was for nothing because you have crooked teeth again. Well, don't do that, all right? Don't live another day with crooked teeth. All you have to do is go to Candid like I did. Uh, They send you everything to your house. You make the, the little impressions in your mouth and you send them back off and a licensed orthodontist reviews everything. They make this really cool 3D treatment plan for you and they send you all of your clear plastic aligners. By the way, it's going to it's gonna save you way more money than braces and it's going to be way more comfortable. And like I said, they're clear aligners so people aren't going to look at you and call you brace face or anything like that. Uh, by the way, Candid also has Candid Studios now near you. So if you want to actually go in Um, make the appointment, go in. You can do that too. If you like that, feel better. Um, You can book a candid appointment at a studio near you. But I'm telling you guys, it was the best thing that I ever did to go through candid, get my teeth straight again. And it didn't hurt. It was way cheaper. And I now have a straight smile again. You can too. You got to go to candidco.com slash why use code why you'll get $75 off that is candidco.com slash why promo code why well the FDA has finally granted full authorization to the uh, COVID vaccine the Pfizer BioNTech 
So that is the vaccine that they have granted. I'm sorry, I said full authorization, but it's full approval. So, you know, we've had this ongoing conversation about uh, these vaccines are only authorized for emergency use and they have not been fully approved. Um, I think we all knew that it was only a matter of time before this happened. And despite all of the, you know, the warning signs, despite the FDA having to add a, a, a label, a warning label on one of the vaccines, saying, hey, this could cause heart problems for young children. Uh, despite all of those things, I think we all saw where this was going, that, the, that they were not going to all of a sudden not give them uh, full approval and full authorization because in doing that, then everyone who had taken it would go, wait a second, what did you just inject me with if you're not going to now approve it? Um, however, as far as I know, and this is, you know, vaccines are a topic that is very important to me, has been very important to me for a long time. All of the vaccines that the FDA has approved have typically gone through a very, very long, like I mean, like sometimes decades long process to make sure that these vaccines are safe, especially when we're looking at putting them in uh, what it's now available for as young as age 12 you got to believe that they're trying to push it for younger and younger and younger uh, school-aged children. So, you know, it's just interesting because, uh, like, all we keep hearing are more problems with this vaccine, and yet here the FDA is granting full approval for it. Um, I do want to get to Joe Biden's remarks on this, but I do want to hear uh, ladies, your thoughts on this first. I think it's so that they can push them, like legally have like I have a, a federal mandate to do it because you can't have a federal mandate if it's emergency use only. Mm -hmm. So they rush the actual full approval so that they can start implementing the mandates. There's the, the new resolution that came out in the House that said um, for airplane travel, um, they're going to start pushing a, a mandate and they couldn't have done that on emergency use only. And that's what I think. That's where this is, all this is going to mandatory vaccines for everyone, just like you know, to enter school or whatever. So the government, you think the government's handing this down so that the government can say, hey, now all American citizens must get inoculated. Otherwise, right, here's you whatever. Can't, you you can't, can't do that on an emergency use. Mm -hmm. You can't say everybody has to take this one. It's only approved for emergency use. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I always thought that their approach would be to have um, businesses mandate these things and businesses basically say, hey, it would be a violation of whatever. You know, you must get this. Otherwise, you can't you can't come to work or we're going to fire you, what have you. So, I mean, what you're saying is much more, much more concerning. Yeah, well, because that's what, all, that's how it starts, right? You'll say, okay, well, these certain, you know, companies, you can't work here, mm -hmm. like the airlines, I think it was Delta that was doing it, right? Mm -hmm. But then as people get used to that and they're not pushing back because they don't want to lose their job. And then, but then not enough people are still getting vaccinated in other areas or sectors that don't want to do that. Then that's when they can start implementing the, the full mandate push. And you know, it's going to pass the House of Representatives because it may not pass the Senate, but it will pass the House um, because the they have the majority. Yeah, yeah, so that's coming. It's it's down the pike. I guess my question to you, as a, both of you as Americans, because I fully confess my comprehension of this is not, not so great because I've not lived in America for long enough. My comprehension of many of the rights that Americans do have 
you know, I have a, a pretty good understanding, but it's not, you know, super, super holistic in some capacity. Um, is that legal? Can they actually even do that? I mean, I don't, I don't know if they can. I don't know what, how the Supreme Court would hold it up for for everyone, but they really do that. If you if you want to send your kids to public school, they have to have measles, mumps, rubella, sometimes pertussis. They have to have um, sometimes flu. I'm anti now, flu. Now, now I will now I will say on that. Um, there are most states in this country allow for multiple exemptions. Right. Um, I know California doesn't uh, allow for any except medical. And I think New York might be the same. But other than that, like here in Texas, it's very, very easy. All you have to do is submit a form with the uh, Department of, of Health or whatever, D- DHS or whatever it's called. And um, you submit and they send it to you and you go get it notarized and you give it to the school and you don't have to get your child vaccinated at all for reasons of religion uh, or conscientious reasons um, or medical. Now the reason so there Texas. are very easy ways around that. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, for California, right, that they don't have that. So how come the Supreme Court hasn't said that that's unconstitutional, that there's no exemptions in California. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's been I don't know if it's been brought that's, to the Supreme Court. Yeah, that's that's what's scary is that like there's already some precedent for mandating vaccines. Well, I mean, this has been going yeah, on for I, a long time. The mandating of vaccination. Sorry to interrupt you, Sarah, but I mean, even even back home in Australia, there's a there's a concept called no jab, no play, meaning that if your child is not inoculated, then they cannot go to school. And so people historically and Australia, it's quite odd because Australia is very aggressively anti-anti-vax. <laughs> so they're very aggressive towards the anti-vaxxers. Um, and, and in this instance, what's so strange to me is I think if we're not mandating people getting the flu vaccination, for example, which you could arguably say has the same mortality rate uh, as coronavirus, or at least has the same, you know, well, perhaps not. I mean, I know that coronavirus is slightly more infectious, but that's because it's a new pathogen. Where is this going to be in 10 years when it's been around for a long time? Because we know now it is endemic. It's never going away. So I, I think it's interesting. Why would you mandate this vaccination and not the flu vaccination, because as far as my understanding goes, and feel free to correct me, ladies, if I'm wrong, the flu vaccination is not something that you must get in order to participate in life. Why is that? What I think is strange is like somebody, I don't know if it was a tweet or something I saw somewhere, but you can really go anywhere with like a whole host of highly infectious diseases and you don't have to carry like a card around, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can go you can go with tuberculosis, right, to, to the movies. You can go with a bunch of other like a hepatitis and, and, mm-hmm. and you can go to the movies, you can go wherever you want, right? There, you're not ha- so what is so particular about this vaccine that you need? What and, and, and if they're pushing it the way they are with like a, a mm-hmm. host of things that are not good for you, if it needs to be pushed this hard, what is in it that they want like this is my conspiracy theory hat like getting real tight but like what is in it that they want that like that that they need inside of us so bad that they are making this so mandatory i mean and even if there's not and i think this is worth remembering too even if there's nothing bad about this vaccination i mean i think that just based on some of the reactions that people are having to it I'm I'm not convinced. But even if, let's say in some hypothetical world, it's all golden. The fact that people are so distrusting of these medical institutions, the fact that people are so distrusting of the government, of big pharma, name any institution, people are skeptical as hell. 
That says so much about the state of the United States. Truly, it does. The fact that people go, oh, I'm not going to get inoculated against this new pathogen because I don't trust you, government. I don't trust what you're going to put into my body. That's nuts. And the other thing, too, that really, really makes me mad about this is how many Americans, and, and this I know it's probably not the people watching this show, but how many Americans are bending over and saying, you know what, it's fine. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it because I want to get on a plane. I'll do it because I want to go into the supermarket. That is absurd to me that we're living in in this, in this weird dystopian reality where you must do these things mandated by the government in order to participate in everyday life. This is uh, honestly, I, I am sad as heck that I'm, you know, like a young person during this period because I wish I was like 80 years old towards the end of my life. Just that's, put me in the ground. That's because these people have been Awful. indoctrinated to replace God or whatever they believe in with the state. And so now this is this is the dogma. This is what your state is telling you to do. That's it's your disgusting. God. You got to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't, you know, divert from that at all. That's what's scary. Yeah, it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. The government is uh, our God. Just, just as like. A uh, quick aside, Sydney, you uh, you made me remember I was talking to a law enforcement <laughs> official yeah. not that long ago, and he said that they were uh, like they have to offer the COVID vaccine to all of the people who are in the jail, and they were offering the you know there's like drug users and stuff in the jail, and um, people who obviously are very familiar with needles, and they're like, hey, do you want the COVID vaccine? And those guys are like, no, don't even get close to me with that <laughs> stuff. So mm -hmm. they they trust the, uh, all the, of heroin. the, the heroin and yeah. the mess, but not so much. <laughs> The COVID vaccine. Oh. Uh, all right, we've we've got we've got more to come, uh, including Joe Biden basically putting the pressure on the employers start the mandates now. Uh, we've got that on the way. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So, um, I actually have been living off of Built Bar these last couple days. Um, have not really been eating except Built Bar. So I think that I can honestly say that Built Bar has been keeping me alive. If you have not yet tried Built Bar, it is a healthy, uh, healthy, healthy, I want to say it's like you want to call it a candy bar, but it's actually a protein bar. So it's all covered in 100% chocolate. It's low calorie. It's low carb. It's high in protein and it's high in fiber. And the reason why I have such a hard time calling it a protein bar is because it doesn't taste like cardboard. It actually tastes really delicious. They've got a ton of flavors that you can choose from. Uh, you can go to the website and get a mixed box. They're going to give you two of all of their regular flavors so you can try them figure out which one you like the best, and then order a bunch of boxes of those. But I'm telling you guys, these are great to have in the pantry for whenever you are just needing something sweet. You're having a sweet tooth moment and you don't want to add to your waistline. You got to try them. Go to built bar. I'm sorry, built.com. If you use promo code news 15, you will get 15% off only at built B U I L T built.com. All right, now we were just discussing the FDA granting full approval to Pfizer for their COVID vaccine. Uh, now, shortly after, we of course heard from Joe Biden, who I guess woke up from his nap in order to give this short statement. But uh, interesting, the pressure he puts on businesses to start mandating the vaccine for their employees. Here is Joe Biden. Today I'm calling on more country more companies, I should say, in the private sector 
to step up with vaccine requirements that will reach millions more people. If you're a business leader, a nonprofit leader, a state or local leader who has been waiting for full FDA approval to require vaccinations, I call on you now to do that. Require it. Do what I did last month. Require your employees to get vaccinated or face strict requirements. Now, you know, this kind of stuff really rubs me the wrong way because it would be one thing if you could say, well, it's a true free market. Uh, businesses can do what they want. Employers can do what they want. All these private businesses can do whatever they want. Isn't that what you conservatives were asking for this whole time? But that is not what's happened throughout this entire pandemic. Businesses have been pressured by the government. And here we are seeing it once again, Joe Biden pressuring businesses to get a vaccine mandate. Um, it is interesting because, again, I just feel like if this is as deadly a situation as the government tells us it is, there would really be no mandate necessary. Um, but what are your thoughts, ladies, on Joe Biden's latest? I mean, <laughs> Sarah, I think you summed it up pretty well. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I think I'm burned out talking about this stuff. And I think I'm, I've really hit a wall in it where I'm just, I'm so exasperated that every time I hear Joe Biden speak, didn't, didn't you also just love how he said countries because his brain is so fried yeah. that he can't even say companies first, like straight off the bat, like, okay, Biden. Yeah, I was like, those are not, those are not similar words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't, they actually don't even look remotely the same. They're, they're no. probably start with a C to be fair. I mean, like, well, you know. he got the letter right. Got the, the first letter. letter. Right. Well, that was, that was good for him. But I'm, I'm good so job, burned Joe. out. Yeah, exactly. Good job, Joe. We've set the bar so low. That's a good job. You can go back into your base now but yeah I'm, I'm burned out ladies like I I'm at a point where I'm I'm sick of this and I feel really 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 quite sad for all the businesses and all the people who are having to contend with this stuff because at the end of the day it should be a choice thing and I'm not saying that you know we should be out here shaming people who get vaccinated but by the same token on the other side you should I don't I don't want to be shamed for not getting vaccinated and in fact I tweeted this the other day I said is there a way that we can potentially set something up where businesses who believe in freedom and who believe in not mandating these vaccinations can somehow find employees who do not want to follow these, in my opinion, absolutely ridiculous freedom-destroying protocols? Is there a way that we can connect them? Because I think that there is something there where you do have people who are looking for employees and employees who want to work, but who don't want to, you know, basically be injected with a, with a you know, a, I guess a, an experimental vaccination. Like the nurses who worked all through the pandemic mm -hmm. with absolutely no vaccine, and now, and now they're being mandated to have a vaccine and they don't want to do it. Yeah, well, exactly. And so is there a way that we can connect these people? But the point is that it's not up to the government to tell businesses what to do. Now, government thinks that it is. It's like you were saying before, you know, we have this religion of government where government goes, oh, you know, I'm the state, do as I say. I don't want to live in this world. I'm, I'm tired of it personally, and I'm burned out by these topics. The weird thing is, is that they're outwardly, like, telling you to be authoritarian. Like, the, like President Biden is outwardly telling like this is how this is how you do it. Do it like I did it. Just mandate it, right? Um, but they're not. Oh my, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Well, that's I okay. I do that all the time. I mean, that's that's what happens. They're when mandating you're it, in this but world. what they'll do is if they don't actually, if they don't actually, um, you know, go with the full 
mandate from President, like from Biden, what they'll do is they'll find ways to weaponize and punish these companies that don't, like through well, exactly. the IRS or through mm-hmm. other other means. Yeah. So eventually, the mandate's coming. We're all going to do that. You're just going to have to start squeezing it out of your arm, like. Does that work? Can you squeeze it out? Is apparently, it, can, yeah, apparently can you, can it does. Can you please? Can you please? <laughs> Give us the lowdown on this. So I have Lisa has an inside scoop. I have a lot of family in, in the medical field, and when they were forced to get flu vaccines back in the day, as soon as they would get them, they would start squeezing their arms. So I had told somebody about this recently, and they squeezed their arm after getting the Johnson and Johnson vaccine so much so, and it's not blood coming out; it's actually the vaccine that the bandage was like soaking wet and like falling off their arm. Now I'm not telling people to squeeze the vaccine out of the arm, but I'm in the event saying, that it's mandated and they must do it to keep their job, you're saying that there is. A I don't way. know if it gets it all out. I'm just saying that there. I have. There's a theory here that you can potentially squeeze it out of your arm. Maybe Cause, some. Because okay. my, my first question was, was it blood? And Lisa says, no, no it was not blood. It was it was the liquid yeah yeah okay but if if i may if i may though uh, like i have i have a hard time i understand everyone you know there's a certain situation that someone goes but i you know i you don't understand i have to keep my job but overwhelmingly i feel like the more people that just go okay, I'll do it because I have to keep my job. I can't find another job elsewhere. Like that's how they get us, right? That's how they get us Mm -hmm. is that not enough people just stand up because I think even in the healthcare industry, if all of the nurses who did not want to get this vaccine all said, screw it, we're banding together and we're not going to do it. They can't fire all of us. Like, I think that they would be successful, but too many people go, okay, fine, we'll do it because like we we don't want to lose our jobs mm-hmm. and then they do it and then we lose the strength that we could have had in numbers, you know? Well, I agree. With yeah, that. well of course. Even even these nurses and these doctors who don't want to participate honestly could band together outside of these medical institutions and provide services to people and probably have a, a crap ton and absolute a, you know tremendous amount of support from everyday people who want to still see their medical provider without having to jump through all these stupid hoops because now you're seeing stories of doctors saying i'm not going to see someone if they're not vaccinated and it's like well you have a duty of care you have a duty of care to you can't you you really should not be in a position where you can discriminate like that that's that this has always bothered me that's a whole other conversation the problem is is that for like these 1099 employees right if if they can't get into like facilities or whatever to do their job they'll just go with a different contractor who's brainwashed there there's a lot of them out there yeah and so you know it's it, it gets to be to the point where most i think that like well 50 at least 50 percent of the population is brainwashed right so mm-hmm. you know there's there's people that will jump in your spot and so for a lot of people that like maybe you're starting a new family or something like that that they they feel that there's no other way but to inject themselves with something they don't believe in that's yeah, but, sad but sarah's that's right though sarah is right though because if people actually took the time to yeah. band together and stand up and this is the thing right there is more of us than there are of them and i think people forget this far too often they forget that democrats actually in this country only make up a very small portion of the population i believe it's somewhere in the realm from my reading and feel free to correct me everybody but i believe it's only somewhere in the realm of like 30 percent or something something small like that and even these radicals are are an even smaller faction of the democrats so it's it's interesting to me that we don't come together and that we don't basically stand up united and say "Mm -mm, i'm not doing this because i can tell you now even though i know that i'm not in a position where i'm going to have this mandated in my workplace i'm not i I mean i don't think that there's a point to getting vaccinated for me i'm a a 20 something year old woman no thank you but you know for these other people who do feel pressured to have the support of even people who aren't on 
under pressure, I think is tremendous. You know, for us to actually yeah. to get out there and to go, no, nah, not doing it, not participating. Yeah. Fire us all. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I want people yeah, to have a fallback. They can't arrest us all. They can't fire us all. I right. want people I to have that. a fallback. Right. Exactly. There has to be a exactly. fallback. I just, I just, I just hope everyone remembers that you have that power uh, unless you give it up. So, well, all right, exactly, we've got more yeah. to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So uh, if you guys are with a big mobile carrier, what you don't know is that that company is usually taking a portion of uh, the money that you're paying them, your hard-earned money that you work very hard for, and they're taking that money and they are donating it to left-leaning causes that you are oftentimes fighting against. Especially if you're listening to this program, we know that you uh, you probably are spending some time trying to fight against places like Planned Parenthood and uh, people who want to take your guns from you. So Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They have the same nationwide coverage as all of the other providers. Uh, they have the same type of phones you can get. By the way, it's still 2021. You can port over your same number. I know people get like, oh my gosh, what if I lose my number? You won't lose your number. Uh, they've got plenty of different plans to choose from. They are all super, super affordable and they're going to donate a portion of your money in your bill two causes that you do care about and you are fighting for. So um, it's really important right now with all of the wokeness going on in the business world to support companies who support you. And that is Patriot Mobile. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Uh, check out all of their different kinds of plans. And they've got multi-line discounts. They've got extra savings for veterans and first responders. And you can get free activation with the offer code NEWS. That is only at patriotmobile.com slash news. All right, uh, we only have a couple minutes here, but I would be remiss if I did not share with you guys uh, Chuck Schumer at the We Love NYC, the homecoming concert in Central Park, uh, where he was caught dancing with uh, Stephen Colbert, who, by the way, was maskless, so that's really cute. Watch. <laughs> So it's good that, you know, as the world is burning uh, all around us, lots of things going on that you would think that lawmakers uh, would need to be paying attention to. Uh, good old Chuck Schumer is over there dancing up a storm. Ladies, your quick thoughts. <laughs> Our That's dance it. parties are, are, are way better than that. I was going to say, I miss Trump's <laughs> little, little, like, his little dances. No, I don't know. Everything's cringe. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. That's my input. More hypocrisy from them <laughs> again. No masks, you know. Not just no. thanks, I hate it. That's 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 what we're going with. Yeah. All three of us agree. <laughs> that's thanks, I hate it. Yeah. That's it. That was gross. The little high five they did made me die inside. It was cool. I was Their like, moves were terrible. I was like, you know what? This is, uh, now I'm infertile. Thank you. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> There's that. I'm done. <laughs> Sarah's well, like, why do I bring I like, Sydney on? <laughs> no. I know exactly why I bring Sydney on. I just re like I remember when Stephen Colbert used to be funny. Yeah, that was that was a fun time. Well, that was I mean that was that was before I guess the world went completely absolutely insane. Sorry, producers for swearing, but it is that was before all of that. I, mean, I don't think I ever really thought it was funny though. I don't think it happened. That's because your humor is elevated, oh. you see. Whereas Sarah and I, we are we are dirt people. We find stupid yeah. things funny. Yeah, I, I never found him funny. I'm, I was always out on him, not funny. Yeah, you are also from Philly, where you know, like Bill the Burr, eminent death probably you know makes things uh, a lot more. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Hey, don't forget uh, to go to wherever you get your podcasts. You got to search for the news and why it matters. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us, of course, five stars because we deserve no less. And uh, I don't know if I see a bunch of glowing reviews. I might decide to uh, give you more information about why I'm hiding in my bunker. I don't know. We'll just have to see how many awesome reviews we get. Also, on top of that, you may see your review read live on air, like the one today from Kels, who says, 10 out of 10, would recommend. I drink my coffee and get ready to this show every day. I love having an outlet that I feel I can trust and can relate to. Sarah and everyone at The Blaze are amazing. You should, defini- you should definitely listen. Do it. Listen now. Uh, so I'm just saying Kelsey knows uh, what's up. And you should probably do like Kelsey does and go give us a nice review. Um, and I believe, Lisa, really quickly, we ha- we're having you back later this week, right? Yes, that's right. Yep. Thanks okay. for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. And I hope to be in there to meet you in person. Thanks, ladies, so much for joining us. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.